This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I was up in Duluth um, a couple weeks ago. Um, they had a big mental health children's conference and they asked me to speak. And I, I was so honored um, that the team reached out to me and, and asked me to be a part of the program. And so instead of a TED talk, they have something called a med talk. And so I just spoke from my real world experience of having a child on the spectrum, um, you know, that, that I had to fight for services for, um, and then having another child on the spectrum and then another child on the spectrum. And then how I became an advocate for other parents and what therapists and counselors and educators can do to help parents along the autism journey that they take with their children. And so, um, you know, when my talk was over, I just really um, enjoyed meeting the people who were there. 1,900 people there, all dedicated to children's mental health. Um, and, and we exchanged cards, and some of us have gone out to lunch already. But I had the most interesting phone call with uh, Jacqueline Nguel. Uh, she is with Northwood Children's Services. And, and Jacqueline was talking to me about Northwood and the services that they provide and, you know, the mental health crisis um, that is happening with our children. And, and the one thing that got me, um, that struck me, out of everybody that I've met and that I've talked to um, and, and that I've been in communication with since that conference in Duluth, she said, there's always been a mental health concern, an issue with our children, a crisis. COVID just shined the light on that. And I said, boom, girlfriend, you got to be a guest on the Shaletta Show because we have got to talk about that. And she is joining us now, courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Jacqueline, thank you so much for being on the program. And thank you for um, making the time to chat with me at the conference and then, you know, agreeing to speak with me. And we've talked by phone. I feel like we're girlfriends now because, um, you know, those conversations that we've had and, you know, that time on the phone, we didn't do a Zoom call. We were just like old school girlfriend, pick up the phone line, mm -hmm. call me on the phone call, call. Um, and, and so they just made me have to focus and listen in to everything that you were saying. And when you start talking about it being a mental health crisis and this ain't new and everybody's jumping through hoops and, and sounding alarms. But, you know, you and the team at Northwood Children's Service, y'all been sounding the alarm for a while. Why is it that the rest of us are just now waking up to this? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show, Shaletta, and bringing up this really important topic. And, you know, when you had said that COVID kind of shed a light on something that's always been prevalent and always been there, COVID really has intensified the issue of mental health for children because it also intensified the issue, the issue of mental health for their guardians and parents. And so the thing is, is COVID touched all races, all religions, all levels of education, and all socioeconomic statuses. And that, I think, is what made people go, oh, wow, this is a big deal. We've got ERs that can't 
meet the need yeah. of all these kids who are in crisis. We've got um, bed issues with there's no places in these residential places for, you know, six to nine months, almost a year wait. What are we going to do? How do we get our children the care and the help that they need right now? Because it's a right now problem, but it's yeah. been an always problem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and I guess because we didn't, I just think, I don't know, this is me talking. I don't even think we cared enough. We were just going through the motions before COVID. We were dropping the kids off at school. We were picking them up. We were asking them how their day was. We never took the time to say, how you really feeling? You know what? You know, you seem sad. You know, I, I know one time my son had to pick my head up um, and make me look at him. But I think that when the world shut down and forced us to all go in our neutral corners and we had to spend time with our own kids. And they weren't going to baseball and football and school and uh, track and, and, and camp. We actually had to look at our kids and we realized, oh, hell, it's something going on. I didn't see it before, but we got to do something about it now. And we were forced to pay attention to that. Well, Shaletta, what do they always say? It takes a what to raise a child? Village, a whole village, girl. We lost our village. Our village went away because we couldn't be around Mm. our village because we might make our village sick. Mm. Mm. When you take away that family support, when you take away your neighbors that you rely on, when you take away those friends, because they can't physically be there for you and you have to do everything over a screen. You miss some of those nuances. You miss that look away, that glance. The shoulders are kind of shrugged down. They're not making eye contact. Mm-hmm. Those nonverbals tell you a lot of times, how is your child really doing? When they say fine, you can tell as a mother, can't you? Yeah. And and well, you know what? I if I can't tell, yeah, if I can't tell, somebody else could tell. And like you said, we lost that village and we lost mm-hmm. a handle on how our kids um, were doing. We lost a handle on even how to help them because the, the normal things that we would do. Come on, we're going to go let you spend some time with your grandpa. Let's go fishing. Uh, You know, let's work on this car together. You know, we got to protect our elders so you can't go over there with your grandpa uh, you can't go hang out at your friend's house because you know you love his dad and he's like an uncle to you um you know it was just so much isolation and and you know like you said the numbers for kids who were experiencing uh mental health crisis just you know they were exacerbated during covid and the hospitals were full of people battling covid and, and fighting for their lives and they were you know full of of young people teenagers who you know were fighting for their lives in an entirely different way mhm and it it really shed light on some of the issues with accessibility to services mental health services it shed some light on funding mm-hmm. for mental health services and it really shed some light on how hurt our children really are Mm. especially when things open back up and people were able to kind of, you know, come back out and be back in with their village. That's, I think, when people started to realize the impact. Yeah. And now talk to me because somebody just texted me. They said, what is Northwood Children's Services? So because (laughs) because we just got to talking and I didn't even back up and and tell them who you were and and what Northwood uh, Children's Services was all about. Because, like I said, we met a couple of weeks ago in Duluth at a children's mental health conference. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I found out about the work that you are doing and how you are helping uh, young people and their families uh, navigate um, their crises, their challenges with mental health, 
I thought, yeah, we got to get you on the show because somebody's going to need to know about the work you're doing. So tell us all about Northwood Children's Services. All right. Well, I'll try to give you the short and sweet. We are a mental health facility that's been around for over 140 years in Duluth, Minnesota. We operate mental health programs that are robust continuums of care, starting from psychiatric residential treatment where the children live there, all the way down to outpatient services with skills and therapy, kids coming in for an hour therapy session, you know, that type of mental health. So we have psychiatric residential treatment, we have residential treatment, we have corporate foster homes, we have a 35-day evaluation program, day treatment on and off-site. So we have two campuses, one in the east side of Duluth by College Street and one in the west end. Um, We also have some day treatment programs embedded into our our public schools with ISD 709 and then our outpatient skills and therapy. So we try to have a myriad of services so we can be the right service at the right time for these kids and families. And we know that sometimes they need to tune up, and that's great. Just like your car needs to go back in for an oil change every once in a while Mm -hmm. or something's wrong, you go in, you get the level of care you need taken care of, and then you move forward. So that's what we hope to be for the children and families that we serve, ages 2 to 21. Now, how can folks find you before you get out of here? Um, And I thank you so much for spending a part of your Saturday with us to tell us all about Northwood Children's Services. But there's somebody out there whose young person needs you. How can they reach you? They can go to our website, northwoodchildren.org, and you can see all of our programs there. You can see also what it looks like inside our programs. We have a 360-view Um, videos and pictures of what we do. Our job is to make sure kids feel safe and cared for and that families feel comfortable working um, with the the adults that they're going to be entrusting their children with. So we hope that people check out the website and feel free to give us a call and get in touch. If if we can be of service, we would love to. Well, thank you for the service you provide for children and their families. And thank you for being here with us today. Uh, Jacqueline Inguel with Northwood Children's Services has been joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 